It's the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Sean Del Grand. And we've got over 800 brand new Mazdas with outstanding incentives, like low monthly lease payments and low APR financing. Yep, it's just a great time to buy. So don't miss the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Financing on approval of credit. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is proud to present Sharks Instant Replay. Highlights from the most recent San Jose Sharks game. Welcome back to T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Final score, the Vegas Golden Knights 5, the San Jose Sharks 4. Time now for the instant replay of this wild and crazy game, this seesaw teeter-totter topsy-turvy battle that always seems to take place between the Sharks and the team from Las Vegas. In the first period, Vegas would take the 1-0 lead when Shea Theodore scored his fifth goal of a season on a play from the point that got by Dubnik. Max Pacioretty got the assist at 3.48, and Vegas once again had drawn first blood. But in the second period, the Sharks had maybe their best 20 minutes in the middle frame all season. At 6.21, Matt Nieto finished off a masterful shift on the ice by banging home his fifth of the year. And Meyer has it in the right corner to keep the attack going. Bounce it off the boards. There's an alert Nieto again. Great shift for him. Sends behind the net on the cycle to Meyer. Meyer's to Candles. Turns away from the check from McNabb. Throws it around and it's in the net. They score. That was just dumped on net. I think it went off a deflection. And Fleury can't believe it's in the net. Matt Nieto is going to get credit for this. And it is a 1-1 tie. Boy, that was a great goal by Nieto. Number five on the season, Timo Meyer getting the assist. His name is going to figure prominently in the summary here tonight in a variety of ways. Tomas Hurdle, who also will figure prominently, also picked up his first of a couple of assists in the game. So it was a 1-1 tie at that point, and the Sharks pressed on. They outshot the Vegas Golden Knights 15-11 in the second period, and they would score again when Mario Ferraro would finish off a masterful shift of his own. John Leonard carrying into the offensive zone. Does a good job to keep it in play on the right side to Kane. Rink-wide toss off the stick. Ferraro's in deep. Now to Leonard. Shoots one off of something. Behind the net, Ferraro scores! Wraparound from Mario Ferraro. He set up the play by getting it started. Leonard kept it going, and the two kids from the UMass Amherst program get the Sharks in front 2-1. to one. First goal of a season for Mario Ferraro, assisted by John Leonard and Evander Kane getting the second assist, and so suddenly the Sharks had that 2-1 to lead. The Sharks continue to press on, and Kevin LeBanc would get into the action at 15.07. Back to Ferraro, stick handles, toe drag, shoots, save made, rebound, Kane throws to the net, save, star! Evander Kane! Wrapping the puck off of Fleury, and it rolls in. Sharks three, Vegas one. Kevin LeBanc had a stick down in front of the net. That's why it ended up getting past Fleury. So LeBanc getting credit for his eighth goal. Kane, with that effort, got the assist. And Mario Ferraro, his second point, with the assist on the play. One other thing happened in the second period that we need to tell you about, and that was at 11 minutes of the frame. There was a goal that was scored by William Carrier that was called back because the Sharks decided to challenge that goal on the basis of goaltender interference. And as it turned out, Carrier, who was walking out of the corner, 
Had a little bit of incidental contact with Mark Edward Vlasic, but then he bowled over Dubnik, basically stopping the goaltender from being able to do his job as the puck went into his net. And so it was a good call for the Sharks and one of those challenges as that goal was disallowed. Yeah, it was it, it was a good call by the refs. They saw it exactly how we saw, saw it up here. Um, again, it was just a, a call that went in the Sharks' favor. And so, end of two periods of play, everything is looking great. The Sharks have a 3-1 to one lead on the road in Vegas. But you ought to know by now that a Sharks-Vegas game is not a normal game. And in fact, a Sharks-Vegas game has the unexpected become the expected. Let's see what happened in period number three with the score three to one. Well, the first thing that happened was that Vegas started to attack, and you expected that. The Sharks were hanging tough, a couple of good saves by Devin Dubnik early, but then suddenly at 638, a too many men on the ice penalty that we already heard from Bob Bugner is saying was very unfortunate. Yeah, it's a backbreaker at that at that moment in the game, up three to one. You get a, a penalty like that, and really, it just it's kind of changed the momentum of the game. Cody Glass would get credit for the goal, and here's how it happened. Off the faceoff, they score right off the draw. A power play begins for the Vegas Golden Knights. The key to it, a faceoff win. The second key to it, driving to the net. The shot comes from the point. It's driven to the goal. And falling down to the ice, Vegas, Cody Glass is able to bang it in. Cody Glass, his fourth goal of the year. That was a power play goal to make it 3-2 San Jose. Theodore and Stone assisted on that goal. And that was only five seconds after the puck was dropped. And again, face-offs, an absolutely critical part of this contest. And we knew that before the game started. Yeah, and especially big ones. And, and I'll go back, and I thought it was a, there was a few. There was that power play at the end of... Um, the first they had a chance to, to win a faceoff and get some offense, they didn't. And then that, obviously that faceoff was a backbreaker as well. And so all of a sudden Vegas was right back in it and it was 3-2 and it was a power play goal and it was a faceoff loss for the Sharks that resulted in all of this. The penalty wasn't good either for too many men on the ice. But then another turning point in the game. Mark Stone, the Vegas captain, hits Timo Meyer from behind and really hammers him into the boards. Now, we found out during the course of that little chat with Bob Bugner a few minutes ago that Meyer went into concussion protocol, so he's taken off the ice. Tomas Hurdle steps up to Mark Stone and fights him at 12.49, just seconds after that very tough hit. That's the first career fight for Tomas Hurdle, and he was really, really perturbed with the way that Stone did that, and the Sharks bench was energized by that. Good for Tomas Hurdle. Yeah, excellent. You see the response from like that, especially on a hit you don't like to see against any player and especially a player on, on your team. So great to see Thomas Hurdle step up and do that. But unfortunately, you have to credit Vegas for the way that they stood up to the stand-up. After all, it would be Nick Haig on the point getting credit for his third goal of a season that put the Vegas Golden Knights all even. Eric Carlson tries to clear it out, can't. Marches so back out, Haig, the shot, score! Nicholas Haig saw a screen setting up, and again, Dubnik not happy because this game is tied 3-3 on the shot by Haig from the point. It was Haig's third goal of the year, assisted by Marcheseau and William Carlson, and one of the reasons why Devin Dubnik was so upset, when you heard the replay of that, it didn't go back quite to the point where a save was made by Dubnik, and the word that I described was awkwardly. The reason why was because it appeared that Marcheseau may have interfered with him on a, on a very temporal basis, and then what ended up happening was the following. 
But Vegas is still in this. And here comes William Carlson across the line. Dangling. Stick check there by Knizhoff. The puck influenced into the corner. And the Sharks are back to get it. Knizhoff really fighting hard. We got another fight on the ice. And now it's Logan Couture fighting Mark Stone. They're going after Mark Stone again. Oh, no. I'm sorry. It's Marchessault. Marchessault being fought by Logan Couture. And down goes Marchessault. Well, Logan Couture stepped up on that one. So think about who was in the penalty box right now. The captain of the Vegas Golden Knights and the Sharks' top two centers. That's the negative of the situation in the third. San Jose certainly enthused. They certainly liked the fact that their leaders were standing up for their players. However, uh, they did not or they were not able, unfortunately, to hold up in a couple of face-off areas and a couple of other little things that took some of those guys off the ice. Fair enough? Yeah, for sure. I mean, anytime you lose the t top players like that at the end of a game against a top team, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be hard to, to maintain, and the Vegas Golden Knights were able to come out. By the way, that was only the third career fight for Logan Couture. So Hurdle got his first. Couture got his third career fight, only his second one in the regular season. He had one in the playoffs. And the last time that the Sharks had two fighting majors in the same game, that was back in 2019. Uh, the date, in fact, was February 26th. The game was in Boston. Where else? And in that game, the Sharks and the Bruins dropped the gloves three times. But it's been a couple of years since we've seen this sort of a response by the San Jose Sharks, and especially by top players of that nature. All right. So at this point, Haig had tied the game 3-3 at 10:03. Couture had dropped the gloves with Marchessault, and the Sharks' top two centers were off the ice for a five-minute span. Vegas just kept pressing. They kept pushing, and they kept scoring dirty goals. Here was one. That put them in front. Off the faceoff. They score again. Vegas has taken the lead. And how on earth does this happen? Another shot by Haig toward the net was blocked. Now White Cloud gets it, puts it in the middle of the ice. It deflects. It pinballs off a couple of people. And it sneaks past goaltender Dubnik. The unexplained has just happened. Vegas has come back from a 3-1 deficit and taken a 4 to three lead and Ryan Reeves was in the slot I'm wondering if he tipped it guess what he did his first goal of a season in over a year it's been since he scored a goal in fact Tomas Nosek and Zach Whitecloud ended up getting the assist so when Whitecloud threw the puck to traffic it was Nosek who deflected it and Reeves tipped it home winning a little battle to get his stick down on the ice time of that 12 minutes and 27 seconds Reeves made it 4-3 Vegas I know it, it hurts that the Sharks lose the game. Probably would have hurt worse if Reeves got the game-winning goal. But Alec Martinez would get that honor for the Golden Knights as he would pick up a goal at 14 minutes and 46 seconds. Down low behind the net, Nosek. Carrier near side, looks for the pass, gets it with a fling around the boards. Back to the point, given out of Nosek, cross the ice. Angle shot, they score! That's Alec Martinez on the far side of the ice, and suddenly... A great game on the road is turning into a bad one. Vegas 5, the Sharks 3. Now, maybe not so fast. Martinez's third was assisted by Tomas Nosek and Shea Theodore. So Theodore with a three-point night, leading the way certainly for the Vegas Golden Knights from his position on the point. Martinez, again, who played youth hockey in the Bay Area growing up, gets his third goal of the year. Nosek and Theodore, the assist at 14:46. That proved to be the game-winning goal, but at this point, it made the score Vegas 5 and the Sharks 3. Coming back the other way, San Jose refused to quit. 
They got a power play opportunity when Ryan Reeves took a penalty at 15-16, and Evander Kane, his nemesis, would bang it in. All of that, with so many good things for the Sharks, and they still trail 5-3. But now they've got a power play. They poke the puck toward the net. They score! Evander Kane's at the side of the goal, and a power play goal has been scored for the Sharks. What a wild game this is. It's 5-4, Vegas. The Sharks are right back in it. They were right back in it, and they pressed all the way to the end. They pulled goaltender Devin Dubnik, and the final 20 seconds ticked off like this. Burns makes the save on Marchessault's shot. We're down to 20 seconds left in the game. Maybe one more rush here. Sharks down by one. They dump it in. LeBanc chases. Centers out to the slot. Oh, Couture and Hurdle couldn't quite get it. Couture now gets it from Hurdle. Back to the point. Burns in front. Oh, the net's empty. They can't get it home. And Vegas is able to clear with four seconds left. A shot by Burns from center ice. Knocked down. And that is it. So close. And the lack of a cigar after tonight is so frustrating for the Sharks. As they stand up for each other. They have a lead. But Vegas shows what a good hockey team they really are. As the Golden Knights come back to win it. 5 to four. Oh boy, that hurts. It certainly did. Final score five to four in favor of Vegas. It's like going to the best cigar hill in Havana and coming back, coming up with nothing. And I have to tell you that uh, the Sharks are going to grow from this, but the sting is going to last for a while. Yeah, you said take nothing from this, but I think we both agree that maybe there's a lot to take from this in, in essence. Yes, they don't get the two points, but the Sharks, you know, they did a lot of good things tonight. They've done a lot of good things over the past week in the number of games this hasn't been all year but again this is a small sample size but if, if they can keep doing this and keep growing as a team and having that, that that bond that you have this could lead to good better things down the road well i i did say they took nothing and i meant points i didn't mean yeah no no I, I i know that's sure. what you meant i just wanted yeah. to re-emphasize that point because you know it's tough it's always tough in the loss in the moment right like is Earth. this loss you you, you lose well, especially against two points. Ve- especially against vegas right and sometimes you lose it and it's really you know if if like Bob said before, if you didn't have that reaction, there's nothing to take away from it. You lose two points, and you're like, well, we just lost two points, and we we didn't stick up for each other. This is a game where you're right. You build on the culture. Um, we're a young team. Doug Wilson's admitted that this is sort of a reset moment. These little reset moments that you talk about, you're wondering how far away are we. And when I see the way that the teams played in this last week and you see the way they stick up for each other, it gives me belief that it's not that long. You know, there's a you know, there's a chance. You know, nobody, no team wants to go through this, you know, big rebuild. And when you start seeing little things like this, you see young players step up and do the things that they've been doing over the past week. You see veteran players like Logan Couture and Thomas Hurdle sticking up, creating a culture that we're going to stick up for each other and we're going to be in the right spot. I, I like the way this is this is trending, and I like to see the Sharks keep it up. Sharks lose the game 5-4 to tonight to Vegas, so they don't get any points. They drop to 11-13-3. They have 25 points on the year, while Vegas wins their fourth straight game. Golden Knights get to the 20-win mark. They have six defeats and one OT, and they have 41 points in first place in the Honda West Division of the NHL. That's it for our Sharks Instant Replay. This has been a presentation of the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.